Welcome back. You're listening to The Muster. This is Hokanui on a Wednesday afternoon, a beautiful afternoon here in G-Town, where I am joined for the first time in 2023, 2023, six one way, half dozen the other, Sam Ruddenclaw from Rural Business Solutions. Sam, welcome to The Muster. Yeah, g'day. How's it going? Going pretty good. Uh, Survived the holiday season in one piece, I see. Yep. Yep. Got through it. It's um, becoming a distant memory already. Isn't it just? It seems like an eternity ago. We're almost one month down um, or twelfth of the way through the year, if you want to sound like a pessimist, I suppose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we're talking tax rates today. Yeah, I thought I'd just uh, have a bit of an update just on where tax rates are at and just also uh, just some general planning uh, and just in light of where this year's profit's looking like going, um, just you know what you can do around the tax side of that. So the current tax rates for individuals, just give us a quick guide of where we're looking. So yeah, the current tax rates for individuals, they haven't changed uh, other than a new top tax bracket, which is 39%, which comes in for income over 180000 But uh, under that, uh, there's the old rates that have been around for quite a number of years now, so 10.5% up to fourteen grand, uh, 17.5 up to 48, and then 30% up to 70, 33 up to 180. Uh, and so that's uh, each of those brackets you pay that tax regardless of what your income is. So if you've got 70 grand of income, you don't all of a sudden pay 33% on the whole lot. You, you still get those brackets in underneath that. So these have been set in concrete for quite a while now, the tax brackets as such? Yeah, they have. Um, they haven't changed for a while. I mean, there's been some discussion around uh, shifting those brackets just with the way incomes have gone. But, yeah, no, they've, they've been as they are now for a number of years. Now, use of money or the... UOMI rate, tell us about that. So that's the rate that the IRD charge on um, unpaid tax or short paid tax and so currently they're charging 9.21% which is reasonably hefty uh, on if you're short paid on your tax uh, and the other side of that is they pay you 2.31% uh, if you pay them too much. So I guess what that means is that it pays to be on top of where your tax is. Uh, yeah, well, I suppose that's about it, really, because it's like anything in life, if you don't pay on time, I mean, the jokers, death taxes and yada, 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 well, basically, um, they catch up with you eventually. Yeah, they do. I mean, they did, They have tweaked um, the whole scheme in this last year, uh, but basically what we're, what we're saying anyway is that you still, still need to pay your tax on time, pay the right amount and yeah. pay it on time, um, and that means that... Yeah, you, you don't have that interest cost uh, and there's also a penalty regime in there in the background as well just to really add spice to it. Provisional tax, what's happening there? So yeah, um, I guess in light of where, particularly in the rural sector where profits are looking like uh, tracking for this year, um, you know, just in, norm, in a normal season, if you had a normal year-on-year -year profit, similar sort of thing, you just use what's called standard uplift, which... Uh, just assumes that you pay tax at the same amount as the previous year's uh, income because your profit's going to be much the same, so you just yeah you pay the same sort of amount again. Um, and by doing that, you know there's there's, there's plenty of room for um, change around uh, how much tax you can be behind before you get charged interest. Um, but as soon as you start looking at what we call an estimation, so you, if you profits looking at being down um, then often you estimate uh, so that you're paying less provisional tax um, no sense in paying tax and they're only going to pay you 2.3% 
when you could get more for that money in the bank uh, or pay less interest to the bank. Um, so yeah, it's a reasonably complicated set of rules basically and I guess in summary it pays to keep in touch or keep on top of where your tax position is or where your profit's looking like being and, and you know, get in touch with your accountant and have a discussion really. Well it's fair to say this year a lot of guys trying to break even, especially in the sheep and beef sector, um, it's going to be down, that's, that's a no brainer isn't it? Yeah, so, I mean, just where returns are right at the moment, you know, lamb and come back, uh, use, you basically say half of what they were yeah. uh, the previous year at this point in time. So, yeah, on the income side, there's certainly been some reductions and that's been compounded by interest rate, um, fertiliser cost or just general farm... Farm gate uh, inflation. Farm gate inflation, yeah. It's, uh, so it's a bit of a double whammy there. So for a lot of people, what we're actually doing at the moment is still basing uh, our tax that they're going to pay for this 2023 year we're still basing it on 2021 so taking that 2022 uh high out of the system and similar from a dairy perspective because uh you know a lot of the things that well the farm gate inflation side of things that that sheep and beef guys are are um encountering dairy guys are as well uh, on the back of a, a better income but you know still the net profit position looking like it's going to be back a chunk on where it was last year so in general terms, what does this mean? Uh, it just means really um, just to be keeping on top of where your profit's looking like being. So like we're getting through the season now um, from a sheep and beef perspective. I mean, everyone will know how many lambs they've got to sell. Uh, they've probably sold some, sold most of their old ewes, I guess, if they've uh, got the space to they've do got that. they the space for it, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so you know, starting to sort of cement where the season's looking like being. Uh, and similar on a dairy side of things, you know, a lot of the cost side of, a lot of the, the general cost has, has now been incurred uh, and really it's just, you know, milking out the rest of the season and, and just, you know, what that looks like from a feed perspective, I guess, as well, um, you know, whether or not you're going to have to buy and feed and, and how long you're going to have milk for. So we're getting to the point now where we can start to actually, I guess, estimate with a with a level of, um, certainty or a level of accuracy what the profit is looking like and so there's some tax dates coming up uh, pretty soon so end of February end of March and May um, for various balance dates depending on what what balance date you are so yeah there's an opportunity now to start actually thinking about that get, gathering information that you need um, and yeah making a best guess on, on where things are looking like going. Yeah because provisional de- tax dates like you say they're coming up um, all this stuff seems around come around quickly. Uh, we talked about the month almost being done already, and all of a sudden we start thinking, um, trying to balance the books for the year as well. It all comes into thinking. That's right. It's uh, yeah, it's rolling along pretty quick. Yeah. And like the grain guys will be, um, yeah, they'll be hooking into the harvest now, and, yep. and yeah, a lot of them will have uh, contracted grain, so they know, sort of know where they're at as well. And and uh, you know, this cost of the coming season's grain. Um, is going to be a bit higher as well. So, Now, the use of tax polling agents could help to ease UOMI as well. Just tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so tax polling agents are, I guess in simple terms, you use, well, they've got a pool of tax um, for, from people that have paid tax back at historic provisional tax dates that you can buy from those people or buy out of that pool and at the IRD, what happens is that that tax turns up back at that historic date in your name. So 
what that means is you can reduce the amount of interest that's payable and the, the tax pool agents still charge interest, but it's at a lower rate than what the use of money interest rates that the IOD charge. Um, but the other one that is often quite a big saving is, is it, it removes any penalties for, for not having not paid the tax. So, yeah, it certainly uh, gives some flexibility um, and I guess it, it means that you can defer decision-making a bit because particularly if you're paying overdraft interest um, or even term interest at the, at the moment, uh, that tax pool interest cost is, is pretty similar to those sorts of things. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a net no cost, really. Sam, if somebody wants to get in touch with the team at Rural Business Solutions, what's the best way? Uh, so you can give, give us a call on 208 5077 or flick us an email, admin at Sam, thanks for your time this afternoon on the muster as always. Great to have RBS on board. Yeah, thank you very much. Sam Raddenclaw there from Rural Business Solutions. Up next, uh, Wednesday afternoon, getting ahead of myself there, Lynn Berry. Um, see what Lynn's got to talk about today. Yeah.